some MSPs think that they can update their master agreement simply by posting updated terms on a website. You know, those MSAs that change periodically on a centrally located website to which customers are directed. So effortless, so hands-off, so cost-effective, so unenforceable. If you think you can unilaterally change your MSA and then force your customers to accept the modified MSA simply because your MSA says that's the way it is, well, you're in a very precarious legal position. You want to know more? Listen up. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Technology Broadcast. I'm sorry it has been so long since I've published a new episode. My excuse is a pretty good one. I've been on a book signing tour. Uh, the, uh, the book, Wisdom and Witticisms from an MSP Attorney, it's on Amazon. If you want to check it out, it's there. I've been spreading the gospel of MSP-related law to audiences and venues across the country. Uh, first, I gave a webinar to the Society for Digital Agencies on the Intersection of AI and Copyright Law. Pretty good stuff. Then there was CompTIA, uh, the CompTIA event in Vegas. That was education, book signing, lots of fun stuff hosted by CompTIA, the leader in IT certifications. I also happen to sit on uh, the CompTIA Cybersecurity Council. You'll be hearing more about that in future broadcasts. Then there was an audience in Denver at the MSP Community Minds event, which was awesome. That was hosted by the MSP Initiative. Uh, the event had about 80 MSPs that gathered together for a complete day of learning. No sales pitches, just education. Awesome stuff from our colleague George Bardisi. Thank you, George, for that. And then there was the Kaseya Partner event in New Jersey, which was another day-long and fantastic events for uh, MSPs in the Northeast area. So it's been a busy travel schedule, and you know what? It continues in September. I'll be in Orlando on September 18th at IT by Design's event called Build It, uh, you know, Build IT, Build It, uh, talking about MSPs and compliance, how to do it right. Then in Chicago, talking to Apple-centric MSPs about what they need to include in their agreements. And then continuing in Chicago at the ASCII event on September 20 and 21. So that's my upcoming schedule. And if you're anywhere near those cities at, at those times, let me know. Drinks are on me. Well, I don't really drink, so you will drink and I will watch. Anyway, this podcast, this broadcast is going to be a little bit of a rant because a lot of MSPs have been fooled into thinking there's a way to amend contracts that's enforceable, that's legal, but it's not. It deals with situations where an MSP posts its MSA online and then periodically updates it. And they think, those MSPs think that those updates are enforceable. Like that modified agreement is enforceable on all of its customers. Why? Because somewhere in the agreement it says, look, we can unilaterally update this agreement and we're going to post it and your continued use of the services indicates your assent. Right. Unenforceable. That's right. Unenforceable. Let me tell you why. And I'm going to explain it using a very simple hypothetical. Let's say you hire me to paint your house. So I say to you, okay, I'm going to paint your house. I'm going to paint it on Friday, and I'm going to paint it navy blue for $10,000. In the agreement, I write, 
look, I can change the terms of this agreement by providing you with advance notice of, of those terms, right? Good. You sign it. You give me $10,000, I immediately tell you I am not painting your house on Friday. I'm painting it in three months from now. Or I tell you it's not going to be navy blue. It's going to be red because, you know, I like red. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to say, wait, that wasn't we agreed. That's not what we agreed on. And you're right. But what about the contract that says I can update the terms unilaterally? I mean, you agreed to that, right? Wrong. It's called an illusory contract. Lawyers also refer to that situation as a failure of the meeting of the minds. It is the type of situation that is widely believed to be enforceable, but it's not. It's not, and I see it in my travels from California to New York to, to, to Texas to Washington. MSPs believe that they can just post these updates to their contracts online, and because they posted it and their agreement says, by the way, this is, a, you know, once we post it, that's the, the term and you're going to have to adhere to it. They think that's enforceable. It's not, okay? A party cannot unilaterally change the terms of a contract. You need to have the other party's consent. It cannot be unilateral. You need the other party's consent. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, wait a minute. Don't credit card companies do this to us? Don't software vendors do this to us? They send us these terms and they say, we've updated our terms and that's what it is. No, they don't. And now I'm going to tell you how they do it because they do it the right way. And they know what I know. And now you'll know what I know. Here's how they do it. In their agreements, they say, we can unilaterally the cha uh, change the terms of our contract by giving you advance notice of those changes. And if you don't like those changes, right, if you, if you can't deal with those changes, then you have the right to terminate the agreement without further liability. You see, they ask your consent, and if you're not willing to give your consent, they're letting you out of the agreement. That is an enforceable way to do it. You can't just simply say, we've updated it, thank you, right? You have to give, you have to ask for consent and the way the company's doing, now you'll see, now that I told you how they do it, you're going to see this is exactly how they do it, how software companies, how credit card companies do it, and so on. Here's the kicker though, it doesn't work for MSPs. This paradigm doesn't work for MSPs and here's why. You guys have upstream providers with whom you are bound to license agreements, right? Let's take Microsoft NCE, right? Let's take Cisco Meraki. Pick your poison, okay? You are bound to definitive terms from your upstream provider. Let's say it's a year. So now you turn to me, your customer, in month two, and you say, Brad, we've updated our terms as of month three. If you don't like it, we'll just simply, you know, get out of the contract. That's no problem. Just let us know before month three and you're out. Okay. You know what the problem is? I might take you up on your offer. I might say, I'm out. Now what? Now you've let me out in month three of a 12-month agreement. Who's going to pay those NCE fees? Who's going to pay those Meraki fees? You are, because you just let me out of your agreement. So it doesn't work. It doesn't work where you say, well, you're going to unilaterally change the agreement, and if you don't like it, you're out. So what do you do? What do you do if you actually want to change your agreement mid-agreement? The answer is you follow the law, and the law is very clear.
You can't unilaterally change it without the parties, the other parties' consent. So you ask for their consent. You can ask, listen, we've updated our terms. Our attorney wants us to update our terms for whatever reason. If the other side agrees, they agree. Well, what if you don't want to do that? Then I suggest you wait for a natural touch point, like a renewal, right? A renewal point. Then you say, our new agreement applies. But you can't just simply say, we've updated our terms, or bury in your agreement, look, um, we're doing this as a service. So as we update our agreement, you're bound to this. No, no, no. Okay? And by the way, let me put away two urban legends in contracts as well. First, if an agreement says that your customer has an obligation to check, you know, your terms on a periodic basis to determine whether they've been changed, unenforceable. Unenforceable. Ninth Circuit has has struck this type of thing down. Arizona District has shut this down. You can't unilaterally change the terms of an agreement and, and, and say, well, they had an obligation to check. No, parties to a contract have no obligation to check the terms on a periodic basis to learn whether they've been changed unilaterally by the other side. I mean, could you imagine that? Can you imagine if you were on the other side? I mean, that, that, and that's true even if the contract provides that one side can change the contract from time to time unenforceable. Three words. Not really three words, but you know, I'm being emphatic here. Unenforceable. Here's another thing, another urban myth. Sometimes you'll see in uh, in MSAs a sentence that says, look, uh, this agreement is the party's entire agreement relating to the subject matter, and it supersedes any prior or contemporaneous agreement on on the subject right? So what you're basically saying, that's, by the way, that is called a merger clause. That is a clause that says everything that we've ever agreed upon is in this contract. Well, what's the problem with that? The problem is if you use the merger clause in combination with a unilateral change of your agreement, it implies retroactivity. If you unilaterally change the terms, okay, of an agreement and you don't get consent, well, what have you done? You've gone back in time, essentially, changed the terms, tried to enforce it retroactively, which you are not allowed to do. That's even worse than trying to change it unilaterally. Trying to change it unilaterally retroactively. That is unenforceable. If you're an MSP that's doing it, you're going to find yourself in legal hot water at some point if one customer challenges it. Because if one does, They're all going to do it. So listen to me. Follow the law. Get consent. Don't assume that just because you've posted updates or up, you know, or 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 or, um, a different language in your MSA, and the and the MSA says, "Listen, we can do this." Don't expect that to be enforceable. It's not. Do it the right way. If you're not sure, if you're not clear about this, you know what to do. Call competent counsel or. Give us a call, 954-217-6225, or drop me a line at brad at bradleygross.com, or come to any of the the various venues that I'm speaking at. Read the book, Wisdom and Witticisms from an MSP Attorney. All of these things are, tune into this podcast. Just don't believe stuff that seems too good to be true. Do it the right way. Stay out of trouble. All right, I'm looking out for you. I'll see you on the next Technology Bradcast.